Hi, this is our um, episode two for our topic of Asian violence stemming from the media. And in episode two, we're going to discuss how the media has affected the view of Asians before and as well as now. And then there are three points that I'm going to um, discuss, which is the how media has affected Asians during 1882, um, which is the gold minings, and then Japanese internment, as well as right now, which is COVID-19. And throughout history, we can transparently identify how media has significantly affected the livelihoods of many Asians. According to PBS, during the late 1800s, we saw many Chinese immigrants tolerate the unwelcoming attitude of many Americans. And then there was this, um, public figure, a governor, his name was John Bigger. And basically he voiced an opinion publicly stating that Chinese men are getting to be altogether too plentiful in this country, meaning that um, he's really biased towards Chinese immigrants. And you can clearly identify that he's holding an anti-Asian sentiment and being a public figure, he he embodies this like attitude of hating, I guess, hating Chinese immigrants, which has like caused hate in the public and influences the opinion of others. And then we can also see how the media has affected Japanese um, during World, 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 uh, World War II um, due to propaganda posters of um, depicting the Ch Japanese as traitors and also comparing them to animals such as rats. So basically the media is trying to like represent them as non-human and it has caused like many Japanese during that time to be outcasted and rejected from society. And then many of them were unable to like embrace their ethnic culture. Like there was this one girl named Jane during that time. And she even stated that I wasn't supposed to speak Japanese anymore because many children during that time were shunned from society and seen as abominations just because, you know, the Japanese were just looked down on since everybody was racial profiling everybody. And then right now we can also see that during COVID-19, just because a public figure has stated or like labeled the virus as a Chinese virus, and I guess racially describing this virus has caused such a increase in Asian violence. Many people have like, I guess, suffered from physical and verbal um, abuse in a way. And does Evelyn have anything to say? Yeah, I actually do have something to uh, add for this. So when it comes to um, the views on Asians through the effects of media, through um, an interview done by Phoebe Jing, she talks about people's experience when it comes to their Asian identity and how they hold a different view on the need and hold for media itself. So media has stemmed to the point where it um, will define uh, a person, a community, a race, and all that. So in her interview, we are actually shown Alexander Yi. We are shown um, two perspectives from actually two different Asians who have a different thought on media itself and how it affects people. So Alexander Yi view um, shows us how he does not believe we should rely on media in order to the lightest 
the stories of the Asian community as they could be twisted stories and they could divide the Asian community itself or even other communities who wish to um, support and give out a voice. Um, unlike unlike Yi, we also saw Choi stance who says that we need more media coverage in order to bring in attention um, to the Asian violence in order to fight against it and the hatred given to them. So this, um, this aspect of media um, going for the Asians or against the Asians ends up leaving this view that um, it, in, in um, retrospect, it gives this view of weakness or that the Asian community is not someone of a human stance like you had said before, Michelle. And so that's what I have to add. Um, Winnie, if you have anything. Yes, I totally agree with, with everything that you guys said so far. And um, even before, like Asian Americans were racially discriminated against. So like racial remarks were made on like a day-to-day -day basis. However, like this spike during COVID, especially like through the use of media, people use their platforms for all the wrong reasons and including making fun of like in quotes, like the China virus, which eventually led to like hate crimes. So like with that said, Asian Americans have experienced like an onslaught of attacks during this pandemic. And like even reporting, um, there's statistics shown that um, the Stop AAPI hate collected about 2,583 incidents of discrimination from like the beginning of March 19th to August 5th of 2020, which is insane to hear. And then um, going off of that, like I'm just gonna go in with some examples of like hate crimes that happened in the past year. So um, there's an incident incident of where two Asian American women were stabbed at the San Francisco bus stop. And um, the eyewitnesses reports saying um, that they casually walked away in broad daylight. And there's another incident where an Asian man walking with his one-year-old child in a stroller in San Francisco was punched in the head in the back, head and back multiple times. And then um, there's just it's just absolutely insane to hear as it stemmed from like hate against Asian Americans and how like it progressed to what it is now after the Chinese virus, aka COVID. And um, and it was even proven that like one quarter of Asian American young adults have been targets of racism over the past year. Um, so it just comes to show how people are less liked as time progressed and COVID-19 cases spiked. Um, Maxis? Yeah, um, so you guys talked about really good points when you're talking about uh, how society perceives Asian Americans just based off of the media. But I want to talk about a little bit how just like even uh, how Asians view themselves because of how media portrays Asian Americans well in the media. So we were introduced to the term model minority. But what's more, what's kind of interesting about it is the term was kind of sparked by sociologist um, William Peterson back in 1966. So just a reminder of what model minority is. It's this idea that um, this, it's like this idea that Asians are born with it, it being this kind of set of qualities, this inherent quality that makes Asian Americans just quote unquote better minority, right? Um, and we're born, uh, Asians are born with it and other people aren't. So what this, set of a, what this set of ideas actually does, what it says is that Asians succeed to an inherent quality that other minority groups don't have. Well, essentially, it's actually a 
tool kind of for white people in mainstream society to say back to the black freedom movement. Well, actually, some people succeed because you lack these you you lack these values. So it's the idea that all the while society expects this model minority out of Asian Americans. However, within the Asian American community, these kind of traits and values have been internalized over the decades. And it's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. Um, what I want to try to say is, in according to the CDC, in uh, 2019, suicide actually was the leading cause of death in the US for people between the ages of 15 and 24. Um, in that same year, it was also noted that the leading cause of death for Asian and Pacific Islanders was suicide compared to the uh, homicide or unintentional harm for the other uh, race groups in America. So it's this idea that there's a burden to live, live up to these stereotypes of, live up to the stereotypes that are perceived in American society of, if you're not really good at math, if you're not really good at, if you're not the super crazy rich Asian, then what happens to you in um, Asian and both how society, uh, both how outside society perceives you and also intra-cultural uh, society and how they perceive you. So, um, yeah. Uh, anything else to add, Michelle, Winnie, or Evelyn? Um, does anybody else have anything to add before I conclude as well? Um, actually, I did have one more thing that I could actually bring up to this, and it would actually be stemming for specifically the views on the Asian Americans from the fact that COVID-19 had occurred in this past recent year. And something that can be brought up about this would be that media covered um, COVID-19, its backgrounds, the way it had come to um, the U.S. in general, and how it has affected society with deaths. Um, but something that they failed to inform people, which would help the view on Asians, was the fact that although, yes, the COVID-19 did take a lot of lives, the average flu, the flu shots that most people will get through vaccines, actually kills more people in a year than COVID had done. So that is something that um, has to, um, due to the fact that they did not bring in past flus, past sicknesses that could, um, that are actually more life-threatening than COVID because COVID was more of a current um, fearful action of a virus that had stemmed at the moment of time. Um, it fails to bring this view to Asians that it's not based on their race that this has happened, but besides the fact that it is um, a virus infection that could have stemmed from anyone in theory. So that is something I, I wanted to add. So Michelle, if you'd like. That was a really good point, Wayne. I mean, Evelyn. I think that was really important to like voice through the media just because like then people wouldn't overreact about this like virus. And there was like a video I wanted to play. It's gonna be like 36 seconds. And then it's just like a victim like discussing, I guess, his own experience of being, you know, hurt by another individual because of anti-Asian sentiments. He came forward and slashed me from cheek to cheek. He didn't say anything. He just did it. And uh, nobody, nobody came. Nobody helped me. When I left the train, I thought I wouldn't make it. 
Noel Quintana's case in New York is just one of almost 4,000 anti-Asian hate incidents reported in the U.S. over the past year. In cities like San Francisco, a large Asian-American population hasn't stopped the harassment either. So I think um, that just really goes to show how the media, especially the influence of public figures, as well as just like media outlets in general, has really affected like the livelihoods of Asian Americans, like many of them have been like brutally attacked and like some of them have even died and some of them are now scared to even like go out in public or to even show their faces just out of fear for their own lives as well as their own families. And also I think um, the media has not I guess, voiced Asian violence, like even before COVID, like there was Asian violence before COVID even happened. And now they're just like covering news on it just because of COVID, just because of there's like a small escalation doesn't mean like wasn't like Asian violence in the past. Meaning like, I don't think society has changed very much at all. We can see little differences from the past, like in 1882 till now like Asian violence hasn't stopped. It's just not voiced through the media often. Like we often see other communities voice, but just not Asians. So I think we're, our community is also like neglected in a way through the media.